The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another episode of the Panel Discussion, your home for comic book and pop culture talk right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me is Mr. Smitty. Schmitty here. How's, uh, how was your week, Matt? You have a good week? Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Last, last... <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Here I'm coming uh, in high energy, you fucking you just did. bomb it. <laughs> Jesus, you know, throw it, me a bone here. <laughs> Last week was a little rough, so I want to thank uh, you and Porcupine Jones for holding it down for me. Um, Anytime. It was good. I needed the week off. Um, it was a week of vacation. That's the big, yeah, It was a week of vacation for me, and just a whole lot of stuff and things happened. Um, but I'm in greater spirits if that if that keeps the positivity rolling. I'm there in, you I'm, go. I'm in greater spirits now. I mean, just 4th of July, You got. I see you got, looks like you got 10 digits there. So yeah, no firework mishaps, nope. right? No, nope. so we're good. I didn't blow up. That's good. I That's didn't good. blow up, but yeah, so I, I'm doing good. Last day of my vacation, though, uh, I, we had a plant shut down for the last, God knows how many days. Uh, this last week, and tomorrow I go back to work. So, wah, wah. I know, That's real, nice. real depressing. Uh, wow, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Debbie Downer. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I would just great a piece of shit. I'm sorry I started off this episode. Hey man, in such bad. I'll lift you back up. You will. You find a way. I'll be the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> I don't mind. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, uh, our good friend Porcupine Jones will be stepping away from the show for a little bit. He's got. We some all know st- the real reason. He's just ducking. He's ducking. ducking. He's ducking. He's uh, ducking Baron the Baron Kushner the third. Baron's got to sit in as our third host. He'll he'll pop in from time to time. Actually, I don't know if he's he might check in. Baron uh, Baron and I went to a birthday party this week for oh. a uh, a nice woman named uh, Norma who turned one hundred years <gasps> old today. Oh wow! So uh, Baron and I paid a visit to the old senior center and we cheered up some uh, senior citizens. How, uh, how was Baron received? How did Baron, Baron do? Baron was received okay. Uh, there was one table that uh, he told Baron to shut up. Literally looked right at Baron right in the face and told him to shut up. He was uh, Baron was commenting on this man's receding hairline. Baron being bald, he said, you know, one day, well, yeah. So he might come in and tell the story. Who knows? We'll yeah, see. I'd love to hear but it. Boy, I I'd tell you, that was. Uh, I thought I was going to have to break up a scuffle. You know, he tried stealing some woman's cane. I don't know what he was thinking. Just giving it to these. He poor... can't do that. Well, I mean, I He's... get his point. You steal someone's cane. Who needs it? What are they going to chase you? They can't. It's a. It's a victim. I mean, it's a. That's it's a, fair. It's almost a perfect crime. That's actually a fair point. I can't disagree with that. So interesting. We did that, you know. And that was a. Then the weekend did a little thrift shopping. Found a, a vintage Chewbacca. Yeah, it's on display at our studio, man. Vintage Chewbacca, nice stuffed, the stuffed animal Chewbacca, all the way from nineteen, like I think it's from seventy nine. I checked the tag. Kenner logo on there. He doesn't yeah. have his bandolier, but he looks like someone's combed him for many years. Like, yes, there's not. He's like not nappy. 
Like, it looks like someone's really taking care of this Chewbacca. I got it for $5. I can't believe that. I had no space for it. That's why I brought it in and here. And the tag looks good. Like, I, I thought, like, maybe it was, like, a, I don't know, maybe something a little recent that you yeah, guys happened no, to find. No, but no, that's, that's, a, that's OG. When you showed me that counter logo, I was like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't leave him behind. No. I had to bring him home. No. I found some other nice things that I'll be bringing up later. Uh, it's going to help me with my comic book reading later today. Perfect. So, good stuff, good yeah, stuff. I'm um, excited. Yeah, so... Yeah, had a good episode of Loki last week. Yeah, it was what an ending, terrific ending. Yeah, that mid credit scene, the, the, the whole thing from top to bottom. I know uh, Tom Hiddleston was was saying that hey, things are going to get interesting in this episode. Which no, yeah, they I did. Would, I would hope so. I, I thought it was great because the episode before that I wasn't too keen on. I thought it was kind of a lagging no. episode. It was a good uh, it was from a filler a di- character building, but character building, and I you know we get this uh, we get this look at. Um, you know, Loki just conversating with and falling in love with basically himself, which I thought was a hilarious point. Did you take it as a romantic or just like a... Uh, a little bit. Like a kinship. Which is Like, weird. hey, I finally have someone that Understands I can relate me. to. Yeah. I feel... They keep hinting I, I, at the romance part. I thought it was more romance until the scene, the repeating scene of Lady Sif just hoofing Loki in the nuts <laughs> over and over again. And then when he finally like breaks down and he's like, I do this because I need attention. Like I after he said that, I'm like, I think it's not a romantic relationship. I think it's just finally he feels like he found someone that can relate to him and he can yeah. relate to. Because it would be weird if he falls in love with himself. I mean, I thought they were... Because I mean, yes, they've called her Lady Loki, which she wasn't a fan of, a fan of. I thought they were going to roll with the just the Enchantress. I thought that was going to be like a swerve. I think they're going to call yeah. her the Enchantress, but um, but no, that wasn't to be. So I like that perspective on it. I like that perspective on it. Uh, as far as you it's know, cool to see Jamie Alexander back. I know I just kind of like brushed yeah. over that, but that's no, cool to it, see her back because I like Lady Sif. Yeah, and now so it, and she She's, she wasn't yeah. in that Ragnarok. No, she was busy no. filming a show. Yep, but she is. She is. Uh, uh, cast and Love and Thunder. Thun- yep. So, looking forward to seeing her. No, that's good. There's a funny part too. You cut her hair and just caught in this loop. Um, but man, it was really cool to watch the TVA unravel this week. Yeah, they're assholes. You know, here you think they're on the side of good. I mean, that's a good. Sw- that was a. I thought a very good swerve. Yeah. Did they did they treat Loki and others like kind of like crap? Yeah, a little bit. Definitely did. Um, but. You didn't think that they were the big bads and all this. No, no. It was a swerve that I... I, I kind of saw the Agatha swerve coming. This swerve I did not see coming. Um, I love the like the um, Wizard of Oz homage at the end of the episode. That was really nice. Yeah. I got to um, give Marvel kudos, man. They are uh, sparing no expense when it comes to these just Disney Plus shows. Oh, yeah. It's great. It, the, the, the CGI, the, all the special effects, uh, the... Their effort into this is really, really good. I'm sure we've, com- I'm pretty sure we've complimented them on it before, but uh, this episode is it really bears cool. Bears repeating itself. It does. It's phenomenal stuff. It does. Yeah, I was very, uh, very pleasantly happy with how that looked. But it just adds more mystery. There's, so, there's, you know, there's, there's cliffhanger here. We thought we met, you know, the timekeepers, but apparently there's even more to this unraveling. So, so I'm excited. Then, of course, that that post credits or the mid credits scene uh, with the di- variations of Loki. I I thought it was great. I thought it was well done. I did not expect to like classic Loki as much as I did. Oh, it looked, looked goofy as heck, oh, but I was so like, good. I'm here for it. So good. Yeah, that that, that you talking the mid credit scene, right? Was it? Yeah, mid. Yeah. Yep. That that was great. Uh, I didn't notice it at first. 
and then I had to rewatch it, but there was like the alligator Loki. Yes, yes. I'm like, is that going to be Throg? Right. I think it's building up to a to multiverse Throg, Throg yeah, kind of Throg. thing. Yeah, Throg. That's awesome. But yeah, the alligator, there was Kid Loki, and then there was, oh, what was the other one? The, Boastful or something. Yeah, Boastful the one Loki? Who's, who's deemed worthy, and he has Mir Mir, and yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So that was a cool thing. I'm like, and then... Uh, I was watching some like because uh, I always like when I watch the episodes I always like to watch like these channels on YouTube like Screen Crush and such that explain like little Easter eggs and um, they pointed out that like there was like a, a, a like a darker version of like the Avengers theme playing as he's watching them so we're about to get like a Loki Avengers <laughs> like, the, like it's gonna be some kind of big team up go go rewatch it and listen okay. to the, listen to the way the music is. And it's very, uh, it's very Avengers esque. Almost a little, little ominous. Just it's, a darker I, spin on. Uh, well, uh, darker may be a harsh phrase. Uh, menacing, more menacing. More menacing. Okay. Yes, yes. So, um, I thought that was really, really cool and really well done. So, big, big cliffhanger. Uh, getting us ready for the next episode. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's that'll be Aaron later. Well, for us later tomorrow. Uh, when this episode listening? drops, it'll be yesterday. Yeah. So. So yeah. So we again, we apologize. We did. We weren't a fan of the the Wednesday release. Stupid uh, of the show. Wednesdays. So dumb. Speaking of music, though, in Marvel, have you seen the uh, the cover of Nirvana "Smells Like Teen, Teen Spirit" by Malia J? That's gonna be. It's being described as the Bond-like intro for the Black Widow movie. Oh really? Yes. So kind of a musical number, kind of. Homage to James Bond, but it's uh, they've released the song. It's actually pretty cool, and I don't like Nirvana. I haven't Nirvana, listened to it. And I oh, don't, don't like Nirvana? I do not care for Nirvana. <laughs> I, I appreciate the, contribute, the, the, the contributions to music, yeah. but I'm not a big Nirvana fan. Um, but the song actually sounds pretty badass with this cover. It's like a slower, more methodical. So Okay. I'll have to give it a listen. So, yeah, that comes out this week. Black Widow does. Yes, I think I'm going to bite the bullet and just do the premiere access. Yeah, we're uh, we have a wedding on Saturday, but we're going down Friday night in Corfu. Okay, Corfu, whatever, by Darien Lake, and we're trying to find yeah. like a movie theater or something. Uh, where it's we're maybe a drive-in. Uh, you know, kind of. I don't know if there's any drive-ins down that way. Yeah, but just something close, and we'll go see. You know, spend the Friday night watching Black Widow. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't wait. It, it's time. good. They've been release some clips and and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks like a, it does look like a fun time. So I'm excited for that. Uh, is there anything else in the world of Marvel? Oh before yes. We move on. I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah, there's. Oh plenty. yes. I'm trying to find some news. For, I know there's a lot to talk about, but I just I'm trying to find the exact stuff to talk about. Um. So we we got some. Spider-Man No Way Home merchandise reveals, um, which they haven't really shown us much. We haven't gotten a trailer, not a teaser, nothing. Um, The first thing they released were actually Lego sets. And I know Lego sets are kind of hard to judge by. Yes. Uh, They've kind of done the bait and switch with a lot of things, especially Marvel. I feel like Marvel, they really started with like Iron Man 3. They released sets. You're like, oh, this looks awesome. And then it's like, these sets have nothing to do with the movie. Um, <laughs> but they did release three sets. Um, the first set, it actually says right on the box, which I think a lot of people overlooked, it says, inspired by Spider-Man Homecoming. And it was a set of uh, kind of like the Vulture from Homecoming. And you get another little figure of Spider-Man, but he's in a black and gold suit. So it's like all black, oh, yeah. but the trim is gold. So we haven't seen that before. Um, and then there's another set that's inspired by Far From Home that comes with a new little Mysterio minifigure. 
and like one of his draw drones and things. But that comes with Spider-Man in his red and black suit that he did wear in uh, Far From Home. And then we got a No Way Home set. And that looks like it's Doctor Strange's Sanctum Centaurum. Yes, he is supposed to make an appearance. Yes, and it does come with um, an Iron Spider-Man, but instead of the blue that we saw in uh, Infinity War, it's black. Yes. Um, So that looks cool. You get a new Doctor Strange. The Doctor Strange minifigure in this, normally he comes with like a cloth cape, but he actually has like a molded cape. And then like in some of the pictures, it looks like you can have the cape holding things. So oh, it's almost like they okay. made it. They did where it on the cape, purpose. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. I was never a big fan of the molded capes. Neither am I. Yeah. Um, they always popped off. They were easily like, for me, growing up playing with them, yeah. the neck pieces that yeah. like tightened around. They'd always like one yep. of them would always break. But I understand like the cloth ones. The cloth are convenient. They're nice, but they do get dirty. Yeah, they get do get dirty quick. Um, it does come with a wong, uh, a wong, and he's got like a sweet like golden coat. Okay. And then it does come with uh, an MJ as well. Okay. It looks like a cool little set of Doctor Strange's area. Um, So I think those are going to be released in August. There's a lot of sets that are coming out in August for Lego. Yeah. And I think those are being released in August. That's Um, cool. I'm excited to see Doctor Strange. Like, that's the the official uh, conversation, but... Um, it's 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 cool to see just Doctor Strange kind of in the fold, right? Yeah. We didn't know. We don't. I mean, I'm not sure exactly when uh, the next one comes out, but it is exciting to see him. You know, kind of in the mingle, uh, a little bit because I think he's got to be one of those guys who's kind of in everything now going forward. I personally do. So there was that. They also did release um some Mar- Marvel Legends figures, um, for Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, there was the Iron Spider with the black instead of the navy blue. Um, we did get that black and gold Spider-Man as well, and it's it kind of looks weird because he still has red fingers. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it looks like a very <laughs> interesting suit. Uh, it also does come with a Doctor Strange figure, and he also he has the eye, the the eye of a, a Magauto. Yeah, he's got that. So like, does the Time Stone back? Like, what's going on with that? I'm curious. I would imagine so. So does this... he grab one of the Time Stones from the Time Variants? Who knows. Right, yeah, there's a whole bunch I mean, of them. Yeah, paperweights everywhere. So. I feel like you can't just get rid of those. I feel like yeah. you, you just can't just... I know they call it the Infinity Saga, and this supposed to be the end, but um, obviously this is a huge aspect of Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, does he just have a bunch of different time stones? that he's like, all right, I got to use this one in this dimension. I got to use this one in that dimension. Right, I gotta right. I got to use this one in this dimension. But And then uh, we're also getting a, a J. Jonah Jameson figure. Which is cool. I hope that they, they give us like it's in the picture they show him with the bald head. I really hope they give us a, a second head mold where he's got the the, the flat the top from the hair. right from the uh, Sam Raimi movies. Uh, I'm sure that there's usually they release seven or eight figures per wave, but they just released those four images. Uh, they also did release some pop vinyls for Spider Man. Uh, the first one's like Iron Spidey with the the red and black. But it almost looks like he's got an arc reactor in the middle of the spider logo. Hmm. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm like, obviously Funko Pops are up to interpretation and artist rendering. To yeah, fit that but form. usually those they spoil a whole bunch. Well, not well. I think they sometimes play with the two. Like remember that Hulk figure that they had where he's like busting out of the Hulk Buster. Yeah, they can have. So, yeah, that is true. Uh, they also made a, a pop of MJ of Doctor Strange, but this one looks weird. Like he's in street clothes. And he's got a shovel, like a snow shovel. <laughs> like, whoa, okay, interesting. 
Okay. And he's wearing like jeans and a t-shirt and like a hoodie. But he's got the cape still, and he's still got the the necklace with the eye. Yeah. But then he's just got a snow shovel. Like he's like fucking the old man from Home Alone just going up and down the street. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So then uh, they also did make uh, a pop of the the red and black suit Spider-Man that we saw in Far From Home. A Ned pop, and then uh, a pop of that golden black suit Spidey with the red fingers. That seems to be like that's going to be one of his main suits in um, No Way Home. So, interesting. A lot, lot of merchandise for Spider-Man. I'm, I'm, I think it's funny that before we got a teaser, before we got a trailer, we're getting yeah, merchandise reveals. we got to be getting a teaser soon, though, right? I would, I would think so. I don't know. I it's one would think. I mean, there's been all these five months away. And... It's five months away. You get it? Yeah. We always got right. I always. I, I'm sure we're. Let's see. April. April. I'm looking back at how they did Avengers and stuff. We, we, the End Game trailer, the uh, Infinity War trailer. We got those in November, and those movies came out in late April. So we got to be like we got to be like a week weeks away at this point from a trailer. Yeah. And I'm so ready. Like I would not be surprised if one drops this week. I'm wondering if they're almost waiting until Loki's over with. Yeah, we still got three weeks left, though. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, because that... No, no, oh, is it three? No, two, it's two. two. It is two. So, That's possible. Yeah. That is possible. But, uh, and then there was also news that apparently Zendaya and uh, Tom Holland are officially an item. Yeah. Smooching. They'd Good be smooching them. everywhere. Good for them. So. Good for them. I think it's kind of funny, though, because I never realized it, and then, like... Someone brought it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, all the Spider-Man movie actors have had a relationship with their female co-star. Did they? Yep. Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield dated. Around and... the time of the movie? Or... Uh, yep. Yep. And Kristen Dunst and Tony Toby McGuire. McGuire dated. Get the heck out yeah. of here. Yeah. They dated around, like, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I... Little flings here and there. It's just something about the power of the, the suit. A tight spandex, form-fitting. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Seems a little... Wonder if studio meddling, like... <laughs> you got to do this. Yeah. Sell some movies. Yeah. Sell, yeah. Some, sell some tickets, brother. Sell some brother. tickets with this. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Just, just kind of curious there, you know? A little bit. That yeah. is interesting. That is interesting. Uh, I see a lot of rumors about... You see the Hugh Jackman thing? Yeah, I heard it blew up. I don't know. Uh, I think it's just him messing with. People. I think it's blowing up smoke because it was yeah. a bo- that boss logic guy who does a ton of great graphical art. Yeah, uh, graphic design stuff. It was the. Uh, it was just a picture. He just put it together, and people like lost their mind. I I think I think it's all smoke. I think it's all smoke because Hugh Jackman retweeted it. That was the big thing. He well, of course he it. did. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Right. Right. Wouldn't he? Yeah. It is interesting. It is intriguing though. I can't see it happening. Like I think if they do multiverse, yes. Just like a one-off appearance, though. I don't want him to be like the the the, the Wolverine. No, he's, I can't. He's, he's I up can't. there in age. I love Hugh Jackman. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's too high up there in age to start all over with this character. I agree. And the Fox Men, they're so convoluted. I don't know which way's up and which no. way's down. And I I would just like something. That's I hope they more... tease him and he's like Ralph Boner. <laughs> I hope he just he's Ralph like a... Boner. <laughs> I just hope he has this weird, this random cameo where he's like. Like he had in uh, Night at the Museum, where he's not like out of play. He's yeah. like out of doing a play. Yep. I hope yep. he does that. <laughs> that would excite me. I, I think it would. I think it would be nice to have him get an MCU payday. I think he will eventually. I mean, it's just what character is he going to play? Right. 
Right. That is. I think whatever character he does play is going to be a character that has ties to Wolverine in some way, shape, or form. But whatever that is, I don't know. That's the question. You see this stuff on DC, uh, Suicide Squad. As far as the 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 movie, I yeah, saw the like the there they released some images for the the peace peace uh, yeah Peacekeeper series yeah Cena, and he's all bloodied and shit. So because that that's what an HBO Max right the Peacekeeper yes, series yes so it's an HBO yeah, Max yeah. that wasn't it though. Listen to this. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, the Suicide Squad producer says that this new film is not connected to the first one. It's not a re- reboot, but it's also not a sequel. Okay. So there's no continuity. So I know you 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 broke the story about uh, you you know you, we we talked about the trailer a couple weeks ago, and we're like, oh, it's this plot seems eerily similar to the first one. Yeah. It sounds like they're pretending the first one like never happened. So. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't surprise me with DC though, because it's like it's what they do. They say they just, they don't address the previous movie, but yeah, it's it's it's. How can you not? You have you have Harley Quinn returning. Yeah. You have Captain Boomerang returning. Yeah. You have Amanda Waller returning. Yeah. They yeah they said they literally do not acknowledge the first film at all. In this movie, there's no right. I'm just like, what, what yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? Like Warner Brothers, like Suicide Squad was one of your better movies. I wouldn't say it was better. I would say it was it was, it was up there. Compared to a lot of the other jumbled stuff that they've had, it was more entertaining. Yes, I will say, even though it wasn't wasn't, Harley Quinn, it wasn't better, but it was definitely more entertaining. Yeah, I enjoyed it in a seedy back alley kind of way. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but I wouldn't say it was good. Yeah i I thought i I enjoyed it. It was a movie that I would watch again. Um, oh, I have, but it's just like f- like I, several times I, over, I, I and I I I still enjoy it every time. But I know it's not good. Like the scenes with Enchantress, I'm like, oh, those are weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. This is great. I love it. <laughs> it's just weird that you know you're. It's just, I mean, everybody's viewing that. You're not even going to acknowledge anything of the previous. That's that's wild to me. And I feel like it doesn't this is surprise what... me with them though, because they even said that they were going to go like standalone movie. Like they they showed that with the Joker with Joaquin or yeah Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I almost said River Phoenix, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. River. Yeah. No, with Joaquin, like that's going to be a standalone thing. Um, they're proving that with Robert Pattinson's The Batman. Sorry, I thought I smelled some burning. Some something burning. Yeah. Baron, you smoking out there? Continue. You having a cigar out there? That son of a gun. Oh, but I mean. Yeah, with with DC, they're just like Aquaman two. There's no way that they're gonna acknowledge Justice League, whether it's the Snyder cut or it's the shitty so, other cut. So I feel like they're doing the uh, like the live like you know the cartoon movies are just kind of one offs and they leave yeah. it at that. That's yeah. kind of what I'm getting from the from the live action. Pretty That's much, kind of what I'm gathering. They might use the same voice actors, but that doesn't mean that the Superman from New Frontier knows who the Superman from Doomsday is right, whatever, right. You know, but I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating, but refreshing in the same aspect that it's like they're not just they're doing something different that Marvel's doing. Like Marvel, like I think we've talked about how we almost feel obligated. We have to see every movie, every show, right? Whereas DC, it's like you can kind of pick and choose. 
Yeah. Oh, that's that's most well, that's that's yeah. very true. That so, is very true. I find it a little refreshing. Yeah. Even if they had a throwaway line in there, like referencing something, you know, just like, almost like Deadpool esque. Yes. Like when, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. And Harley Quinn, probably one of the best characters to to do that, like make some throwaway oh, comments at Boomerang, like, "Hey, like wait a minute, didn't we did we do something with <laughs> now?" I well, yeah. like even if she looked at like like a blood sport and like, "Huh, you seem eerily familiar, but different," because like he's the same fucking character as Deadshot, like it's the same thing, <laughs> it's the same goddamn thing. <laughs> oh, Warner Brothers! Like uh, look at King Shark and go, "Huh." You know, I I knew a big crocodile man, and you're much more impactful to this mission than he was. <laughs> I am so excited for King Shark. Oh yeah, it's, it looks great. <sighs> so I don't want to go too. I'm just seeing stuff and things that. What, what, do we have anything else in the Marvel and uh, in in DC world? Indeed, I mean DC. Speaking of Suicide Squad. Uh, they they showed the the McFarlane figures for Suicide Squad. Okay, which is kind of funny to me because it's like you have this huge plethora. Maybe they'll wait to see how this wave sells. They're only doing four figures. That's it. So uh, you're getting the Harley Quinn, and and the red dress. Yeah, uh, you're getting a blood sport. Now this this is what pisses me off about you, Mister McFarlane, Mister Todd McFarlane. We were talking about like the Marvel Legends, how they give you. Like one or two different head sculpts per figure, right? Yeah. This son of a bitch, this money grubbing asshole, you're getting a blood sport figure, right? But he has his helmet on. If you want the Idris Elba head sculpt, you have to buy the figure again, which is only available at Target. Oh, you're it's not. It's the same that fucking shit. figure. Just with a different head. Yeah. And that's part of the four? No. Oh. It's the same figure again. So not only that. But they do have a build a figure, which you get the same figure again. You get the same piece again. So at least they didn't go that fucking far where it's like you have to get both to get the different figures yeah. to make and the build a figure's Ugh. King Shark. All right? Uh they did the same thing with Peacekeeper. So you if you want him with the helmet on, you can get him in the normal mass released wave, but if you want him with the helmet off, you gotta get him at Target. And pay double. Like, just give us the head sculpt with them without the helmet on. Yes. Like, don't be an asshole. Plus, your figures are $5 more than what the Marvel Legends are. $25 a pop. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. And then the last one in the wave. Congrats, Target employees, you pieces of shit. (laughs) Every last one of you cowards are. No, I guarantee those peg warm. I guarantee those will be on the pegs and nobody will be buying them. And they'll be heavily discounted. A lot of these the DC multiverse figures, they're heavily discounted because Todd McFarlane's got a fucking hard on for Batman. And I don't need 17,000 fucking Batman figures. <laughs> How about you give me one booster gold, you prick? <laughs> <laughs> you have a plethora of characters to pick from, and you're just going to go, he's Batman with a uh, sickle, and he looks like he's a scarecrow. Uh, here's a Batman, and he's got. Uh, it kind of looks like a Cenobite from Hellraiser. Here he is. This is Batman, but he looks like a biker. Hmm? This is why DC fails, because it's just Batman and everybody else, oh, pretty much. so annoying. But the last figure is, oddly enough, Polka Dot Man. Getting a Polka Dot Man. Now, each one of who's those... Play- is it that... Uh, who the fuck... Who's playing The that? guy from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Oh, the weird guy that's right. Okay. Yeah, he's playing Polka Dot Man. I forget the actor's name, but I I like him. He is funny. Who's... For a second, I thought it was Pete Davidson's Davidson's character. No, I forget who he's playing. Uh, But, and then, then how stupid is this, right? Just from a, a... a theoretical standpoint of selling figures. If you buy those four figures, you get to build King Shark, which a lot of people are psyched about, right? Yeah. Or you could just pay $40 and get a King Shark. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> They're then taking the King Shark figure, and you can buy him. Now, the King Shark's only going to be at Walmart, but you can just buy the King Shark figure for 40 bucks. I... He's, like, slightly different. He's got different shorts on. Oh. Oh. So for you, you, you purists who need them all... Like, I just want a King Shark because he's King Shark. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'd rather just pay the 40 bucks. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do because the other figures don't look that great. You have great. to deal with you piece of shit Target employees. <laughs> I hate y'all. I used to work there, so I extra hate y'all. Um, all right. So, Star Wars now. Yeah. We can move on to Star yeah, Wars. We yeah. had our Bad Batch episode. Uh, a little boring, but uh, the one guy kind of looked familiar. I was watching it, and I'm like, this guy's got a funny mustache. He's probably bald under that ridiculous helmet of his. I don't know. So <laughs> it was, a, yeah, it was a filler episode. Um, what episode number was that? Was it? I think it's nine. Nine, if I'm correct. You know, you get a little bit of Omega. They kind of do paying her way, pay, doing her thing, paying her dues. Yeah, I think it was nine. Nothing's really stand, like standing out to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing's like really popping out to me. Like, I, I, I mean, the cool thing was you—you you got to see like they didn't want to accept the the bad batch. They didn't want to accept the mission because they were helping separatists, people that they once fought. But now the empire, the the rise of the empire, oh, they're fighting clone troopers. My apologies. Oh, it was ten. Okay, ten. one okay. off. That's all right. Yeah. But then, like, you're sitting there and. Um, they go in, they help this planet. The the guy who was the, the ruler of this planet's like, I don't want to bend the knee to the Galactic Empire. Yeah. The Bad Batch kind of comes in, helps him out. You see kind of the other spectrum of the separatists, which they've they've kind of even in Clone Wars, they were kind of like starting to like give you that alternative point of view of the separatists. They even did it in Revenge of the Sith. They a wanted bit. it they wanted peace. They yeah, uh, they, yeah, the bulk yeah, of, but yeah. obviously they were being manipulated by the Sith. And, exactly, and, and like they all, like it could have coexisted, you yeah. know, it could have coexisted, but the Sith just had, you know, they, they wanted needed to the war them. to cover up so that they could come to power. So Correct. That's they manipulated all these trade federation people to come together to fight and cause issues so that they could then build the clone troopers and then just take over and wipe out the Jedi. So they were like a means. They were like a pawn. Middleman oh, means to point. an end. So. But it is a cool point, because that's something I never really thought of before, where the Separatists stood after the Clone Wars. Because, yeah, sure, General Grievous and and Count Dooku are dead, and whatever, they killed all the Separatist leaders on Mustafar, but there's still planets that are aligned and officially, like, uh, I guess, signed to the Separatist cause, and I... Guess I never really thought of it. Do it. Did I, I guess maybe my philosophy was: Oh, does the empire just automatically acquire these places? Or no? They, they, I feel like probably a lot of the the uh, the rebel alliance was probably built up of former separatists. This is a good theory. You know, probably it, was. If, they, if even if you look at our world history, like a lot of these countries that were once defeated, then turned and then fought against that same oppressor as they felt right you know so 
Why would they not? They fought him once. This is an interesting theory that I don't think anybody's talked about. Nobody's. I don't think anybody's explored that in comic book lore. I don't think anybody's at it. They've kind of they've they've hinted at it. Like uh, there was the one arc in the Clone Wars where Padme had that that. Uh, I think he was a, a governor or some high ranking. Oh, the romantic interest. Yes, yes. And then he kind of like turned to the good right before he died. Yeah. Um, and you even kind of saw it with Padme, like she was like, "Yeah, I'm with the 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 Senate, but the Senate's you, you're taking over the Senate, so now I'm kind of seeing more on the side of the separatists That's right. because this is not what it, you are selling it as. Yeah. Like you're 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 going in a totally different direction. Um, so I feel like that's that would to me would make the most sense that these, you know, the the Trade Federation, a lot of those people probably turned into some of the people in the Rebel Alliance. That's a cool point. That's a, that's a really cool way of explaining it that I've never really thought before. But yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. You know, because the Separatists have always it's been such a it was such a quick lived thing, right? I mean, obviously we got the Clone Wars, we got Episode two and three with them. Um, but the separatists, the you know armies and stuff, it was just kind of in and out. It was very, very quick. Like you said, it was just a means of it was just a means of of getting everything to power. And uh, I haven't read too many like books and stuff. Like I've read a lot of Star Wars books and and, and watched a lot of videos like Star Wars. Yeah, theory. but it's, it's it's tough to tell now what is lore and what's not anymore. Correct. There's so that much stuff true. that is before the the wiping of the slate and the restarting. Of what is and is not canon, so it gets very confusing. Um, but I just feel like, as long as you go into it with a general idea of what the theme is and where the direction of the story is going, it helps. Yeah, I honestly I love this. I'm usually like a I gotta have lightsabers kind of guy when it comes to my I was Star like Wars that for content. A while, yeah, and I think Bad Batch has helped me open up a lot. I mean, Mando actually. Okay, I shouldn't say that. Mando helped me open up to it. Rogue One helped me open up to it, but like I, yeah. I've been very fine because of the war, this this I guess universe building aspect of Bad Batch. We're, I've been we're, more it's intrigued. Painting, it's painting a bigger picture for us. Like I, I'm I'm looking at some of the the stuff I have in my collectible room, and it's like I think I, I gear more toward the non Jedi characters now. I am yeah, and and the whole Star Wars lore, um, which definitely for me like those are the characters I. I find myself being more intrigued by are the non-Jedi characters. I'm starting to get to that point as well. I mean, a lot of the, uh, I don't know. Episode 3, I just, it literally just did a, I did a, a list up. We were just talking about episodes and stuff, and it just, the ending is so dark, right? Because the, the big, the Jedi Order is pretty much dismantled. It's, it's such a, um, it's such a downsizing. So I think, like, you know, the, the surviving Jedi aspect in this time period is interesting to me, but, like, the Jedi or some of the, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, there was just too, maybe too much Jedi for the, in the in the prequel trilogies. Now that yeah, I look back yeah. at it, so um, it kind of overkilled. It, it made being a Jedi maybe seem less less significant. They didn't, I don't think they did the Jedi justice either because, like, when we were, when you and I were growing up, like, Luke was the Jedi. Yes. And he was more relatable because he's like, yeah, he feels feelings. That's a totally normal thing that you can attach yourself to. And then, like, when you're watching the prequels, they're like, no, feelings are bad. All this stuff is bad. Yeah, yeah, like, wait, no, I can't relate to you. Like, you're just a (laughs) fucking mime? Like, you're just a a stone wall? Like, you don't have feelings for anything? Nothing. And they even did that in a lot of the comic books. Like, 
Keanu Mundy, I'm sorry, he was a fucking prick. Like they're like he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna. He's kind of like a Bill Cosby. He's just going around having sex with women to like to procreate a species because he's a rare species and it's like he had no intimate connection to any of his wives yeah. or any of the mother of his children. He was just like you're just throwing it out there to throw it out there. I mean, he wasn't was, drugging them. No, I mean, was, to my knowledge. But it was, I mean, that's against the Jedi code. Yeah, you like, can't love everybody like, else. You can't got, love, so you can just. Throw it out there and just do what you want to do, but you can't have any emotional. Con- that's so strange. Yeah, like I, that, and that's why I feel like they lost their way. Oh yeah, and even like you know, I grew to, Mace I grew Window. To... He was kind of a prick. Mace like Windows I want to a... like you because you're Sam Jackson, but you're kind of a prick. You're like your character's overall is a dick. I mean, he's yeah, a dark like side, no wonder Anakin chopped off your fucking arm because you're yeah. an asshole to him you all the time. Like shit. Yeah, I literally I go through like life and I'm just like you know what I understand why Anakin Skywalker. Just destroy the Jedi Order. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Like he has become a sympathetic. Well, because like the character. only like obviously you needed like I think we've had this discussion about like the duel of the fates. The duel of the fates is that if Qui Gon didn't die, Anakin would have not become an asshole because Qui Gon was the father figure he needed. He right. didn't need a friend or a brother mentor like Obi Wan. He needed a father figure. And when Qui Gon died, then Palpatine stepped in. And he took over. Yes. And he obviously manipulated the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Because he, he was involved and he's seen the way that uh, things that, with the Jedi just yeah. unraveled. He just manipulated the, everybody and everything. Yeah. So, was, yeah. But uh, I, um, the other thing, too, like, um, speaking of Star Wars, is uh, Star Wars Visions. It's a show that's coming to Disney Plus, kind of similar, kind of, sort of, in the vein to um, the Marvel What If. It's just going to focus on smaller characters within the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And they're going to be like little anime uh, clips. They're, they're calling them anime anthologies. Each one's going to be done in a different art style by different anime companies. Which is cool. Um, yeah. And that they, they announced that it's going to be starting up the 22nd of September. Um, and they've also given us kind of a brief description of the... Um, the seven different they've announced the seven different studios that are going to be making these episodes, as well as the titles of the episodes that they're producing. Um, so there's one that's going to be called the Duel, um, one that's called Lop and Ocho, one that's called Tatooine Raspity, um, the Twins is another one, the Elder is another one, the Village Bridge. That sounds interesting. I'm hoping that's with a bunch of fucking Ewoks. <laughs> um, Akikara. Uh, T-0-B-1, and then the Ninth Jedi. So these uh, are the stories that they're going to be making. Um, and then they go into uh, a little bit of a description about, like, the tone of the show. They say each episode, each episode is not only going to have the unique style and tone, but there are many uh, genres that they're going to play with. There's going to be, like, funny ones, romantic ones, um, comedic ones. Uh, and then they gave an example, like the Tatooine Raspity, they described it as a rock opera style film, and it's going to be following a band that's trying to make it big, and I hope it's uh, Figrin Don and the Cantina Band, <laughs> or Max Rebo and, the, and, uh, and his band, and right. Cy Snoodles, and uh, what was that? What was Cy Snoodles, Max Rebo, Droopy McCool, <laughs> Droopy McCool. Um, so yeah, it sounds like it's going to be very interesting. Um I think there there's not like a runtime for each episode. I think it's going to just kind of 
be dictated by the plot that in the story that they want to tell. Yeah. So it's not going to be like a half an this hour. This looks cool. So this looks cool. Yeah, I, I, I like the take on it. Um, I do like the I do like the take on it. It's just cool. I like different art styles too. Like I would buy like I'm looking at some of the photos right now. I would buy a poster or some kind of art design of a you know a samurai esque Star Wars kind yeah. of thing going on. Um, so are these going to be original stories or are these going to be a take? On, I, I apologize if I didn't. You know, you said it. Is this going to be? Is it going to be an original take or is this going to be um, like different themes and stuff kind of explored within the Star Wars lore? Uh, different themes, like different characters, like they're not going to be intertwining of one another. They're going to be standalone little shorts and episodes. Kind of, I, I, I saw that they were comparing them to like the the Disney Pixar shorts. Okay, that come out. They're like just little cute little stories. Very little dialogue. Usually, music kind of carries the story, and yeah. the emotions of the characters carry the story. So, uh, just kind of branching out in a different way. They, they've tried this before with Star Wars. I think it was like Galaxy Adventures. Or, or like the, there was one that was like female empowerment, and they just didn't, they didn't land well. They had the same, but those had the same art style, the same studio. So the fact that they're using different studios and different art styles, I think they'll they'll land and they'll resonate with people a lot more than the I previous like ones. We have so. a uh, new podcast on our network called Anime Made Me Do It, and they talked about it. Um, they think the episode episode is going to drop the same day as as this one. They were talked about. They're Star Wars fans as it is, but they're really excited to kind of see this anime perspective. Yeah, on it. I think I think of the the story and lore. I think it fits very perfectly. So, and as I've gotten older, I've I've come to appreciate art um, quite a bit. So I'm really excited to see how this how this looks. And I unfolds. think it's also important too to and embrace other culturistic art styles yes. to tell stories in this universe because. Um, Star Wars wasn't released in China because of it's not uh, approved by their government. Right. So there really isn't an affinity for Star Wars in that culture. Japan, so, however. Yeah. Yes, there is. Um, so it, it's nice to see maybe this art style will branch over and hopefully open the door and, and bring more eyes to uh, these stories. I agree. So. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, it's a really cool little different different avenue that Star Wars is going. I'm sure there's going to be more to come from it, too. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what else we got? Um, the other uh, toy news I have, I mean, I was I think I mentioned earlier about August, a ton of sets coming out. Um, I'm super pumped because we got the Lego Seinfeld apartment coming up. Oh, I seen that. They got the, uh, I just seen a picture of that thing. They got the cameras on the top. Yeah. It's, the, really, the, it's, really the, it's like a set. Yes. The friend sets are similar in that vein. And, uh, the big bang theory set they released wasn't that way, but they've made the, the friend sets and the, the Seinfeld set. They made it more of a set versus just like. A playset of the apartment, right? Um, but I this is a day one buy for me. I've been waiting for this to come out. I can't wait to get it. Uh, it comes out the twenty first if you're a VIP member, which it's just a free loyalty program. You don't have to pay anything for it. Or if you have August first for standard, yeah, it's, for it's standard. eighty dollar. Um, eighty dollar price is cool. Po- it yeah. gets it gets a little bit of everything. Yeah, there's so many little Easter eggs and references as I was uh, exploring it. Right it looks amazing. Can't wait. Yeah, they got the cameras on top. You get the little back room because you had that the computer. They don't have this because they don't have the Superman. I'm a little sad that they don't have a Superman. They have a Superman sticker magnet on the refrigerator as well as oh, like, a okay, ton of other. Do. Like, I see that. 
ton of references. Yeah, like a bust. Seinfeld they had like a bust in, on the back, but they uh, of Superman, but they obviously they didn't put that there. Um, oh yeah, this is this is very. Is that Larry David? Yes. On yep. The? Yep. He okay. was a co-creator, so yep. he's on there. Um, the the you mentioned the little nook with Jerry's workstation. There's the air conditioning units in there. Yeah. Um, there's a picture of Uncle Leo in the apartment. Oh, there there is. is a picture of George. <laughs> Uh, posing seductively in the apartment. Um, I gotta find it. There's uh, like a on the refrigerator. There's a little note that says "Schmoochie Poo" and then a number on it, a phone number on it. Uh, there's so many little Easter eggs. And I references. like how it comes with the stage too. The, yeah. The, the, oh, yeah, the, the, the little com- mini yep, com- yep, comedy yep. club stage. There's a top of a muffin sitting on the counter. <laughs> Dude, this is amazing. Yeah, eighty bucks. I cannot wait to get this. Holy Kramer, God. like the the minifigures, you get a Jerry um, that looks amazing. You get a George, you get an Elaine, you get a Kramer. The Kramer has his famous lobster button-up shirt. Yep. Uh, and you also Newman. get a Newman as the postal carrier. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. I like him as a fifth character yeah. for this. I can't think so, of all. Well, I mean, maybe George Costanza, or uh, George's dad. Um, Jerry, well, Jerry Stiller. But, Jerry Stiller. Yeah. That would have been. Oh, that's the other thing. You, you get a Festivus pole. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs in here. Good for them. Yeah, good for. Oh yeah, there's the picture, <laughs> George. Yeah, he's so seductive. This is good. The timeless act of seduction. Oh, uh, this is a very this, kudos to you, Lego, for getting this. They're and, really uh, they're really diving into the adult market. They've done which is, so well. Yeah, where Funko, like we talked about, Funko kind of likes to go a little overboard. Well, they just, like, I think something happened with Seinfeld where he finally, like, opened up on the license. Because they just released, like, a bunch of Seinfeld Funko Pops. Oh, they did? Um, They just released, like, these little Seinfeld Funko playsets. So it's like you didn't have any merchandise for years. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if he was just like, maybe he, NBC's like, yep, we're doing this. We finally can because we don't have to get Jerry's approval. Because it's just like the flood doors are opening up, it seems, for some reason. Yeah, and a lot of these classic shows. So, Is there a Golden Girls set yet? Uh, Probably soon. Okay. I could definitely see that happening. I hope so. I do. Because, I mean, with the, the popularity of the Friends sets, I'm sure the Seinfeld Feld sets is going to just knock it out of the park. Um, but besides that, uh, the Star Wars sets are releasing that we've talked about on August 1st. You get the... The, the the Bad Batch shuttles coming out. Um, some of the Mandalorian sets, you get Grief Karga's uh, Imperial Troop Transport. Yeah. Um, there's going to be Moff Gideon Star Cruiser. Um, you're going to be able to get uh, Boba Fett Starship. Uh, you're also going to be able to get the Armorer's... Yeah. The Armorer's um, Forge. That set looks awesome. You get the Armorer, you get... Uh, I forget the character's name, but he was the the big beefy blue Mandalorian that John Favreau voiced in season one. Um, that was kind of giving Mando shit before the the armor was like, "Hey man, lay off." Yeah, cool. yeah. Um, so that set looks awesome. Um, and then the probably the coup de gras is they're releasing a new Asgard set. Oh, and this set is just Thor. Korg and Meek living in filth. Yes, it's the new Asgard. Yes, it's from the uh, new Endgame. Asgard. From yeah. Endgame, that's right. It looks it. awesome. It's like a nice little corner set. It's only $30. It comes with Fat Thor 
Like they printed the belly to go underneath the waistline. And he's got his he's got gloves on, he's topless, he's just fat. There's like kegs of beer in the background. There's pizza boxes everywhere. Uh, yeah, bro, bro Thor. Fucking like bro Korg. Thor's new. It's only thirty bucks. Only thirty bucks. Korg comes with a Hawaiian shirt on, and if you look at the TV that they're playing, there's a little Fortnite reference on there. Yeah, there's the game. They got oh, points. Yep. There's you get a little Meek. Meek, I wouldn't even say is a figure. He's just like a head with like they've used the flower piece. Yeah, to, but it looks it looks pretty good. You know, to be honest, to how he was, he's just this little worm fellow. Um, I like this a lot. Yeah, only thirty bucks. That's gonna be. You can pre-order that now, but it won't ship out until the first. Right. So I think they're expecting that one to be a hot, hot seller. I would imagine so. I wouldn't have hated it a little bit bigger. But I think it's perfectly. So I think it, it being small and tight, kind of. Yeah. Like, if you made it too big, then it'd be too. It would niche, take away and I don't from think it. A lot of people would buy it, yeah. but it looks awesome. There's just pizza slices everywhere. Um, Make me hungry. Well, yeah, I mean, look at that. That that's the that's the man's dream right there. Living <laughs> with your bros, pizza and beer and everything. I like there's a yeah, picture of Thor with Jane. Lady, is it Jane? I or think Lady it's Sif? Oh, I I took it as Jane, but maybe it is Lady Sif. You might Sif. be right. Or it's no, maybe, actually, you know what? It's probably Valkyrie. Oh, that yep, it that's probably, probably what makes it is. more yeah, sense. Yeah, right, yeah. Yep. So, okay. And yeah, it's got a Stormbreaker axe in the back. That's yep. cool. I like yeah. this set a lot. That's fun. But the the rest of the end game sets are being released to the US market. Um, they're making a new Benatar set uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy that looks amazing. It's like an Ultimate Collector series. Um, some of the other sets that are coming out is they're making a uh, a new Avengers compound from the end of um, Endgame. Okay. And that looks awesome. It's like the ruins of the Avengers compound. You get a new Thanos. It comes with the, uh, the beat-up Volkswagen van from Ant-Man. That set looks cool. Comes there's there's another set that has like one of Thanos's starships. Comes with a Captain Marvel from Endgame. Okay, Um, that's a separate set. Uh, They're they're doing uh, the Ironmonger set that's coming out from Iron Man One with Obadiah Stane and Pepper Potts. Uh, There's, I believe, a set from. I want to say the first. Captain America with Red Skull. But they're also releasing the the what if sets. We're getting like uh the Iron the Hulkbuster if Iron Man had gone to oh, yeah. to uh the collector's planet. Uh there's also a the the what if set from the Captain Britain episode with Peggy Carter where like Peggy Carter took the superhero soldier serum and she's Captain Britain. But Steve Rogers is like kind of like the new Captain America, where he's in like a iron iron monger type suit, right? But it's all army based, so that's coming out. Huh. A lot of Hulkbusters coming out. It's almost like they flooded the market a little bit with oh, them, don't but do that. there's a lot of them coming out. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. So yeah, these are some cool. There's a cool lot stuff of cool Lego out. sets coming out on August first. It's going to be expensive. It's going to be dangerous. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and fast, I've seen this. Fast Nine's getting another movie. Oh, they're doing Fast 10? Oh, I don't know about... I'm sure they're going to do Fast 10, but Charlize Theron's uh, character... Oh, they're doing another spinoff, She's getting a spinoff. Nice. See, those movies I'm not into. I fucking hate them. But I understand people... (laughs) Like, I I know a lot of people... Like, for me, Pirates of the Caribbean is such a guilty pleasure. I know they're not good, but I love them. And that's... 
probably how a lot of people feel about the Fast and the Furious. Franchise. I hate these movies with every fiber of my being. Tokyo Drift was pretty good. I yeah, and after that. that, it fell off because it became more about action and less about their cars and street racing and, and all sorts of stuff. Now it's like, oh, oh family. Oh. There's been a ton of memes out this week. Ton of memes out this week ripping Dom Toretto. Is he that? Is he just like a parody now? Yeah. In those movies, I made one. I made one. I'll show it. I'll show it to you. <laughs> I'll text it to you right now. Actually, I, didn't, I thought it was pretty fun, but yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a high class meme now. So I've never been a Vin Diesel fan, to be honest with you. And but that could stem from my first serious girlfriend just had a hard on for him, and uh, maybe I'm I'm holding a little animosity about that. His song, his he had a rap song like last year or whatever. Earlier this year wasn't too bad. It was it was all right. Here I'm sending it to you now. I think you'll appreciate it. <laughs> I think you'll appreciate it. But um, all right, is that it for news? We all set with news. I think so. All I right. think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm all newsed out. Let's read some comic books. Let's read some comic books. Well, I, you, are you are you still going with Darth Vader? Yeah, I think else? this is gonna be the last one. Okay. I know there's a couple more th- runs to it, but I I, th- I feel the need. I, as much as I love this, I feel the need to. Uh, I feel the need to uh, switch it up after this one. All right. So uh, last week I, I was out. We were reading Darth Vader. This is issue number nine. All right. So we escaped. This is part four of the the Assassin Returns. He's fighting uh, uh, Ochi, the Sith Assassin. And uh, yeah. So we let me start off. So he's getting blasted. He escaped that uh, that eye thing in the cave, and he did well for himself. He's getting shot at by a bunch of different droids in Achi, and uh, whatever, a whole lot of stuff. Darth Vader's kind of messing him up. He's talking. He's he's having some dialogue with Ochi. You know, uh, they're calling him out. They're like, oh, blah, 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 you're hiding. This hurts you because someone saw value in you. And again, more flashbacks to episode three. And... Uh, what do they say? Oh, but you can't. Let's see. Oh, someone devoted every resource. This robot thing. Someone devoted every resource to ensuring that your weak flesh would endure, but you can't hold out much longer. Your flesh has failed. You said you wanted our parts, but we're taking yours. And uh, one of them actually takes them, and they're like, "Oh, wow, you're really not ex- as expensive as we thought you were. It's like cheap, just parts that." Vader put himself together the the different like battle droid parts that he put for his legs, and uh, and stuff like that. There's a whole bunch of dialogue infighting between some of these uh, Sith assassin creatures, and eventually Vader gets his hands on uh, Ochi and just beats the piss out of him. And he gets his, he takes his lightsaber back. He kills off some of these other droid assassin type creatures, and uh, eventually he takes Ochi as hostage because he wants with this he, this Sith holocron. All right, so this is the first actual mention of Exegol. In the comics, um, this is probably like in this storyline. Testicles? Lore. <laughs> yes, the testicles. The testicle planet. I'm going to testicle. Um, yeah, so Vader pins down Ochi, and he goes, "You know, you you got to show me how this thing works, and uh, show me how this thing works." It's a wayfinder. I think I mentioned it was last week or two weeks ago. It was a Sith wayfinder that leads to Exegol, where the, where Sidious's hidden empire is is waiting and the masses are building that of course we don't see until star wars episode nine um he decides to keep uh ochi alive to kind of guide him through all this 
And uh, it's a really cool scene because Darth Vader hops in his old Jedi Starfighter that was left there since Episode 3. It works. They turn it on, and uh, basically he's carrying him towards... Um, and he finds, you know, those those like old rings, what do they call them? Hyperdrive docks that the Jedi Starfighters used to fly into to go long distance. Okay, yeah. Those little ring things, he found his old one of that. Like, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool that, that you know, this stuff has just been floating in time um, here. But the episode ends, and they're flying into this giant space octopus thing. And that's where it kind of leaves off. Like I said, um, it, it's been a good read. I don't want to continue any further. i got to mix it up a little bit, or I'm going to start hating Star Wars again. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but I'm going to leave it at this. This is book number nine. It's uh, a lot of action to it. It's more so action than dialogue. So I think those reading it would, would appreciate it. If you have read it, I'm sure you'd appreciate it for that. Um, but, yes, next episode or next book is uh, number 10, Into the Fire, Part 5. And uh, But ep- book nine is where I'm going to leave off. I'm going to mix it up. It's been a while since I've done some hoop superhero stuff, so um, but uh, but yeah, that's that, that's it. Darth Vader essentially escaping, um, defeating Ochi, and then just taking him as a slave to uh to go force him to go to uh ex- show him where Exegol is. So I'm actually kind of curious now because I do want to see Darth Vader interact with Exegol, but um. But yeah, I'm gonna leave that as a cliffhanger for those who want to uh, who want to pursue the book. You can find it for free online. Again, you just have to skim through some porn ads. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, Smitty, you are up, my friend. All right. So I had mentioned earlier that I found some gems along with that awesome vintage Chewbacca stuffed toy. And do you remember in the year of our Lord, 1991? Good born. year it was, right? I was born that year, of course. It was you were born year. that year. Yes. Well, I found not one, not two, not three, not four, but four wonderful pieces of nostalgia from the McDonald's Happy Meal toy promotions. Did you know? Now, I've gone on kind of a kick lately with HBO Max, and I've been watching old school Looney Tunes cartoons, and they're awesome. I love them. I, uh, they they hold up. They stand the test of time. I love them. My kids are like, these aren't that funny, Dad. (laughs) I think that they're great. I've gone, I just put them on in the background. They make me smile. I can fold laundry happily while I'm watching old school Looney Tunes shorts. They're just great. Yeah. I just love them. So these, as soon as I, I forgot that these had even existed until I saw them at this wonderful store. And they were new in bag. And I had to buy all four. You bought all four. I couldn't. I couldn't not not buy all four. Okay. So these figures, mind you, the first one is a Tasmanian devil, the Taz, right? But he comes with a plastic flash suit that you can clip on around him, so Taz looks like he's wearing the flash suit. I feel like I remember these. There is one of Daffy Duck, and he comes with a Batman suit that you can. Snap around him, and then it's Daffy Duck as Batman. And there's one as Bugs Bunny, and he comes with the Superman suit. Hmm. And you can snap it around him, and there's Bugs as Superman. And then the final one was Petunia Pig, and she comes with the Wonder Woman suit. You can snap it around her, and she looks like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Now, they also came with little mini comic books with each figure. And I'm going to take them. I'm going to read these son of a pups. Please do. There's four of them here. Now, the first one we'll start with is McDonald's presents Looney Tunes Happy Meal featuring the Tasmanian Devil as Taz Flash. 
And we see Taz, and he's running through a whole stack of Flash comic books, as Taz does. And he goes, hold on, my hero. Me help you. Me dressed in a hurry. And it folds out ever so crinkly. (laughs) And we see a train rushing down the tracks. Toot, toot. And who's... Who's that I see strapped to the uh, the locomotive? It's the Flash himself. Oh. And it says, bad guys have captured the Flash and tied him to a runaway train. Oh, no, what do we do? Taz says, me put my Taz Flash costume and save my hero, the Flash. And we see Taz, and he's got the Flash <laughs> costume. Now, the only difference is instead of the lightning bolt, it's a hurricane, like okay. a little tornado. Yeah. Okay? So they kind of made him a little more personalized. Then we see Taz with his Taz Flash costume, and he's he's got his uh, tornado around his waist, and he's sprinting through the desert by a cactus trying to catch up to this locomotive. Me run fast as the Flash to catch train before it crash. Faster, faster. He's running Right next to the locomotive. Oh, no. In the next panel, we see the Taz Flash just soaring out into space. Oops, not that fast, he says. Oh, he's back on Earth. Oof, as he hits his b- bottom on the, on, the, on the train. Now to save Hero. Oh, no. He's running and he's running. And all of a sudden, he sees the Flash still. He, he's tied right to the t- the the... the the base of the locomotive, but they're about to go through a tunnel. And it looks like, you know, he's not going to make the clearance. He's a little too tall, perhaps. Mm. Yikes, says Taz Flash. Oh, blam. Taz hits his head right on the the the, the, the start of the, um, the, the tunnel. The top of the tunnel, or the start of it. He smacks right into it, as Looney Tunes' character does. Oh, and then the next panel, we see an alarm clock going off, and we see Taz surrounded by comic books. Me dream my flash suit make me fast to save my hero from a crash. Now it's morning, me see at last. Only time, not Taz run fast as the flash. And Taz is putting away his comic books like a good little boy. What a good boy. Yeah, you know, you gotta put, you got to pick up after yourself. So that was the Taz one. On to McDonald's Presents Looney Tunes Happy Meal featuring Daffy Duck as the Bat Duck. Time to stamp out despicable injustice. This costume should fit the bill. And we see Daffy Duck in front of his closet and he's got his, his Bat Duck suit on and he's about to put it on. But all of a sudden he notices a mysterious mystery person lurks in the shadows. Someone's stolen our hero's piggy bank. Oh no, and we see the outline of where that piggy bank once resided. We see Daffy Duck full in the bat duck suit. Once I'm in my bat duck costume, my life can find the evil thief and pilfered my piggy bank. I can swing from the buildings just like Batman. And then he falls flat on his face. Okay, so I still have trouble landing. But I notice <laughs> in the in the panel here is he's laying face down in the muck. There seems to be a duck print. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. A footprint, obviously, left behind by the culprit behind the despicable deed. So we see Daffy in his bat duck costume, and he's he's back at his place. I'll set a trap 
when he takes this new piggy bank, I'll get his picture. And he's putting, there's a camera he hung up on the wall, and in front of it he's placing a picture frame. So it'll look like a picture of a camera. That's pretty clever. It is smart. He says, the next day, the picture, the picture, I've been sleepwalking. I took my piggy bank to market. And we see uh, he's got a picture of himself going to the market. Okay, so my money went for a midnight snack. But if I don't stop sleep with ducking, bat duck will turn into fat duck. So he's locked himself to his bed so he won't have any more sleepwalking accidents. <laughs> oh, Daffy, you silly. I used to love Oops. Daffy. Oh, Daffy's great. He's such he an underrated got, character. He is. He 100% is. So now I'm going to read a comic from this smug son of a bitch, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> McDonald's presents Looney Tunes Happy Meal featuring Bugs Bunny as Superbugs. Yeah, this will make me place like a bunny dares to go. No place. Yeah, see? And then we see uh, he's, he's, he's holding his Bugs costume. Now, his Bugs costume is just like the Superman costume, but instead of an S, it's a B. Okay. Because he has no hope. So we see Bugs, and he's he's oh he's just a pervert. He's sitting at his window, and he's got his binoculars out, and he's looking out his window. And it says, our hero Bugs is master of all he sees, except Yosemite Sam's carrot patch. Ooh, perhaps Yosemite Some and Mr. Sam. McGregor have something in common. Mm-hmm. And he's looking, and he sees the carrot patch, but it says, no bunny allowed. Hmm. Bugs thinks to himself... Well, if it doesn't take x-ray vision to see, that he'd make a great meal for me. Wait, what's this I see? Looks like a carrot heist to me. And we look through those those binoculars again. There seems to be these two portly fellows in traditional uh, crook guys. You yeah. know, the the the, uh, the mask, the domino mask, and the, the little cap on the head, and the... The white and black striped shirt, and they seem to be—they seem to be picking these carrots out of the ground, and they're putting them into a truck that says "Bad Guys Inc." That's where Bugs pulls out his Superbug suit, and he says, "This is a job for Superbugs," and then he leaps off into the sky, donning the costume. This suit will make me speedier than Speedy Gonzalez, and then we see him landing in the Bad Guys Inc. truck. As these crooks, these criminal crooks are stealing these carrots. And we see the sign that says, no bunny allowed. But Bugs jumps into the truck and he says, able to leap like wily Coyote on springs. Oh, well, no bunny's perfect. Because Bugs, he landed right on these two conniving crooks. Landed right on them. Took them out. Then we see Yosemite Sam with... I'm picturing they're his farmer's daughters. These two, one looks kind of like Marianne from Gilligan's Island, and the other one kind of okay. looks like Ginger from Gilligan's Island. These two bodacious ladies. And then uh, Bugs is sitting there in his Super Bugs costume. He looks at Yosemite Sam, and he goes, Yeah, what's up, Doc? And the girls come over, and they're smitten with Bugs. Super Bugs, you saved our carrot patch. Oh, you're our hero, So Bugs, he's got a handful of carrots, and he leaps off. Okay, suit, do your thing. Then we see Bugs, as normal Bugs is, with a carrot in his hand. He says, boy, a bunch of hugs has lots of merit, but I still can't beat 
a bunch of carrots. I'm a sucker for a good rhyme. Oh, I am as well. And the final story we have here. McDonald's presents Looney Tunes Happy Meal featuring Petunia Pig as Vanderpig. We uh, see Petunia, Petunia Pig. Pig. Yeah, she's kind of a forgotten about character. Very forgotten. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They wanted to pair everybody up with a female character, I think. I think, Petunia- she, I think she predates Lola Bunny. Oh, definitely. Oh, I for definitely sure. recall it. Lola yeah. Bunny was Space just Space Jam. Jam. Yeah, and then some of the newer cartoons. Yeah. actually, they've done a good job. With so, them. so we got Petunia Pig, and she's we we see her sitting there, and she's got her Wonder Pig costume, and it looks just like Wonder Woman's, but instead of the uh, the eagle on the chest plate, we got a W with a P off to the side. Very clever. She says this costume should do wonders for me, and she's standing in front of a little shack. That says, boys only, no girls allowed. And this this hooligan is sitting in there. Now, do you remember the millionaire character from Tiny Toons Adventures? Uh, a little bit. This character I... looks very similar to him. So I'm wondering when if did, they're doing a little crossover. 91. Okay. So I, I wonder that. if it's a little crossover here. I, I don't know. Tiny Toons. Tiny, Tiny Toons, I thought, was like 92, 93. But I, I say, could... it could be a little predate. Yeah, it that. could be. It could be. Maybe they. this was the trial period. They were trying the uh, the art style out, and then they uh, applied it to Tiny Toons. Yeah. So we huh. see this guy, and he's going into his no girls club, and he says, "You can't join that club, Petunia. You're not as good as boys." And the other boys, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and they're in their clubhouse, and they're telling stories about monsters. So this monster came at me, and bam! I stopped it with one punch. And we see Petunia looking in from the window, very curious about what these boys are up to. And then, uh, you know, the other boy, he steps up and he says, That's nothing. I beat a huge dragon that wanted to eat me. Then we see Petunia outside. She says, I think I'll change into Wonder Pig. And just like the 1970s classic, she spins in circles and make these boys stop telling fibs. Oh, I wonder what she's going to do. Bam, we see Petunia Pig dressed up as Wonder Pig, and she's got her lasso of truth, perhaps? Mm. My magic lasso will make them tell the truth. So she flings the lasso in through the window. Okay, boys, let's hear those monster stories again. The boys, what's going on? She lassos them. She uh, tightens the reins on these these uh, fibbing fable fools. Ah, it wasn't really a monster I fought. It was go, go, a tiny spider that I swatted. <laughs> and then Petunia says, it's your turn, Billy. The, the huge dragon I said I fought, it was really only a dragonfly, and it got away. And Petunia says, there's another fib you've told about girls not being good as boys. And they say, you're right. From now on, we'll let girls join our club. And the other boy says, but we still say boys aren't scaredy cats like like girls are. And then we see a big clap, kaboom, lightning in the sky. And what do you think those boys ended up? All those scaredy boys ended up in the strong, willing arms of Wonder Pig. Mm. 
the end. end. Yeah. So though I mean these are these are great nostalgic little things. I was so happy to find these figures. I forgot about them as soon as I saw them. I had nostalgia overload. That's really cool. I remember having the Bugs Bunny as a kid and wanting the rest of them and not getting them. Right. These were McDonald's. These were McDonald's, McDonald's. toys. Like and um, I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, McDonald's toys. They're not as good, or the Burger King toys aren't as good as when you were growing up. I beg to differ. I, I buy my children some toys, and, uh, yeah, you know, they're they're not, they're, they're almost as good. Some of the quality on these toys, and it's crazy to think about, like, for five bucks, you get a freaking uh, sandwich or nuggets, fries, a drink, a drink, and then you get a toy. Right. If you put that toy in the stores, it'd probably be five bucks. Probably. I, I think it's just a nostalgia thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's just a lot of people... You know, they like, oh, back in my day, things were a lot cooler oh, yeah, and stuff. I think that's cool. all it yeah. is. But, yeah. I mean, for this day and age, they do a lot of cool stuff. And now, I, the, I paid $2 a piece for those. That's a fair and price. And I was happy to pay it. Yeah. Because they were new in package. They came with the comics. No scuff marks. That's a good price. And you know what I did? As soon as I got them home, I opened them up, and I played with them, and I was so happy. <laughs> got to let them breathe. So happy. My friend Andrew says, you got to let them breathe. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, Baron, you've been quiet. Oh, well, yes, well, they'll say I've been. I've been. I've been casing the joint for Porcupine Jones because I, I thought he was fooling me, playing a prank, you see. Watching me, watching and waiting, waiting and watching for me to put my guard down, you see. Now, I thought I heard you were reading comics, yes? Hmm? Hmm? Oh yes, yes. Baron, we're we're all done. We, we just no, I have one. I have one. Oh, you have yes, one. Yes, I have a comic to read. You okay, see. Okay. You see now. Mm, mm, mm. I'll paint a picture. You see, your mind's eye. There seems to be a white picketed fence, and attached to that white picketed fence is a is a is a nice path in green grass. You see, and it, the the path leads to what appears to be a toaster. That shouldn't belong under the green grass. And you see, there's a there seems to be a bush next to this toaster. And there's some vines coming out of the top of one of the slots of the toaster. But in front of the white picket fence there seems to be a slice of bread. But not a normal slice of bread. It's got eyes and a mouth. It's got a red ball cap on. And he seems to be speaking to another piece of toast, you see. But he has a blue ball cap on. And he says to the blue ball cap wearing piece of toast, he says, I don't know, Andy. Mom, she said, we were never to go near the old shooter place. (laughs) You see, you see the shooter place is the toaster and there are slices of bread, you see. <laughs> you see, you see the toast. They shouldn't go near it, because they'll be toasted even more, you see. <laughs> and then possibly eaten by some crazy deity in the sky, you see. <laughs> Baron, uh, that's a comic. That's not a comic book. We had this talk yesterday, or last week, rather. <laughs> There's a difference. I don't recollect. I don't see the difference. There's pictures. There's words. Yes. Hmm? I don't see the difference. Mine just has one. It gets to the point. It's very, it's very proficient. You read a book. There are many 
pictures, many words. This is one. Gets the point across, yes? I don't have time for frivolous things like you boys over here. Uh, well, I mean, well, Baron, I mean, you, yeah, as long as you enjoy it, I guess, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all up to your interpretation. Yeah, I guess it is. Now, did you find Porcupine Jones or? No, he's a coward, I say. He, he shan't be around, but I shall keep my guard up, you see, because I know he's a trickster. Like this Loki fellow you told me. I'd watch the show. Yes? Hmm? What'd you think? What'd you think of Loki? He's a trickster. I don't trust him. You don't trust him? No. Nor do I trust the Porcupine Jones, you see. Wait, what? Hmm? I smell burning, Matthew. Hmm, perhaps it's Porcupine Jones smoking that wacky tobacco. Hmm. I said, oh, Jack! Bye, Baron. Nice to see oh, you again. I was going to ask you how your your, uh, your thingy went there, Baron. I was going to ask you how your... Uh... What? What? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about your, 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 I mean, you're becoming a big star now. You're a bigger star than my no, I was just doing a favor for the Schmidt's sister. She she asked if I could go entertain these old biddies at the nursing home, you see. And I, I introduced myself and said hello, and the woman tried to take my clothes off. Why do you, said, you sound like a little bit like uh, Bill Cosby. You see, you know, well, you know, sometimes someone puts things in my drinks, you see. You see, and then... I sound a little loose-lipped, you know? Are you comparing me to a rapist? No, 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 Because no. I've done some things, but not that, I tell you. you see. I would hope yes. not. I'd no. have to kick you off the show. Oh, yes, I would be canceled, like that Gina Carano fellow. Apparently, <laughs> it's a woman. Oh, I just heard the name. It sounded Italian. I thought it was a man, you see. <laughs> Apologies. Well, okay. All's, yeah. All is forgiven. Yeah, you don't. You're not up to snuff on the, the lore and the you know the, the 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 new things that are going around. You're hanging out with people at the senior center, so I get it. Yeah. Yes. You believe one one man told me to shut up. I he, said, "You soon, sir. You're balding, and you shall look similar to me." And and then he told me to shut up. Why would he tell you to shut up? He didn't tell Schmidt to shut up. He just told me to shut up. And I, I tried to take another woman's cane and run away from her. Because how is she going to chase me? She can't. She can't. No. Perfect crime, you see. Yeah, that's what I told him, Matt. I, you know, I, I told Matt that, you know, Baron, if you steal her it's cane, she's not going to be able to yeah, chase good, you. Yeah, it's a good prank. Yes, it was a joke, but I gave it back. I'm a nice man, you see. You are well, a decent human being. I, I'm a puppet, you see. Calling me a human being is a, is a, is a puppetist, you see. Well, what say you? Hmm? Hmm? Well, listen, Baron. Yes. I, I don't want. I don't. I don't want you to feel left out. I want you to be a part of the team. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. I want you to feel like you're one of us. Yes, you see. Yes, mm. yes. So uh, perhaps I shall come in. I shall try to read more of these comics. I'm a big fan of this Gary Larson fellow. Uh, he comes from the far side. You see. Have you ever been to the far side? I cannot say that I have. Yeah, and then he's got this cow character that looks like some kind of miscreant magician. I'm confused, Madam Something. I'm confused by this, but I shall... Oh, here's another one. What does this say? <laughs> it says, Quicksand, be prepared. He is a scoutmaster, but you only see his hat. And behind him in the quicksand are the little scouts. <laughs> they have all perished, I think. Yes? Yes? What say you? Where, where, where'd you find this book at? Uh, I found it at the library, you see. Okay. I have a card. They gave me one. And you know if you go there and you show them this card, they give you all the books you want. Yeah. You just have to bring them back. But if you don't, they don't do anything. Free books! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know libraries were still open. That's pretty cool. Uh, yes, they are. 
Uh, it doesn't surprise me from an unintellectual fool as yourself, you oh, see. Oh, go fuck yourself. Yes, I would if I had a penis, but I don't. I'm no. cut off from the waist, you, you just... see. I have nothing down there. That's why, unlike Batman, I enjoy cunnilingus, because I that's all I can do. You see, when <laughs> you have no penis, you have to be good at something else to please. <laughs> do you find this funny, Matthew? <laughs> That's why I have a mustache. <laughs> because sometimes I get a little down, and I prefer to flavor the savor, or savor the flavor of the woman I was with last, you see. I, How long does it last? Uh, depends on if I shower or not, and the, if the woman showered or not. Sometimes I take my bottom lip, and I go, <laughs> and it makes me happy, you see. Hmm, Yes. Batman does not know what he's missing. Especially with a woman named Catwoman. Oh, I guarantee it's a, a great piece. Mm. Oh, Baron, man. Whew. You are wild. You are, uh, you, you soil some wild oats, I tell you there. Yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Glad to be here on part of the team. Yes. Mm. And I shall keep an eye out for Porcupine Jones. If he pricks me, I'll stab him. No, 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 no. We don't do stabbing here. That's, uh, we, we don't do that. What about with a nice pick? He has quills, yes? He's a porcupine? Hmm? He's never stabbed anybody with his quills, though. No, he's tried with me. What did you do? I stabbed him back. <clears throat> Try to stab me with that mushy member. <laughs> Baron, I think you need a nap, my friend. Yes, I am quite tired. <laughs> Getting a little cranky, you see. Well, good night, gentlemen. I'm going to keep an eye on. I'm going to. I'm going to case the joint. I heard that on a police show once. I'm going to case the joint to find this Pokemon Jones because I think he's hiding in the bushes. Go look. We have a lot of bush around here. <laughs> I see what you did there. Mm. But this bush, if I go down, prickly, doesn't taste the same. Doesn't have the same flavor that I can savor. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> good night, Matthew. Good night. Good, good night, Baron. Good night, Schmitty. Hey. Well, good night, Baron. <laughs> have a good night. Wow, what a character. Lucky yeah. to have him. Yeah. Lucky he, to have he, him. He's a peach. He, yes. Yes, he is. Well, listeners, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the panel discussion. I want to thank Baron for coming in and reading some stuff and some things for yeah, us. Yeah, he almost missed it. I was glad did. he was able to rush in here at I the know. end there. What is it? What's he doing, man? Uh, he, I thought he was smoking out there. Was he smoking that cigar? He must have been. The must cigar, been. you know? That must be where that burning was. Yeah. It has to be where that burning was. I mean, I know he, he, he's he been watching a lot of Groucho Marx lately, and he's trying to just emulate everything that man does. So mm. could be that. Could be that. Yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards. But all right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on the panel discussion. Now this is podcasting. Gascano! Gascano!